Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're talking about a reflection that will help you develop more empathy. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so a lot of the issues I'm seeing stem from an inability to associate into another person's experience. And because of that, we tend to other people. We see what someone is doing. We say, how dare they? We associate into our own experience and go, I believe this. I believe that. I would never do this. And it creates more division, separation, rather than an opportunity to move closer to understanding. Now, I'm not saying that we have to accept everything everyone is doing and not have opinions, nor am I saying that we don't need to have judgments. I think all of that is a part of being a collective and learning to live in harmony with one another. But when we don't make some effort to understand and we just adhere to our own opinions, our own beliefs and mental constructs, it can keep us feeling strong in our individuality and our own ego. And that can create more division and subsequently less harmony, more issues. So one of the reflections I've been playing with lately is if I see someone acting in a way that I disagree with or condemn or don't believe in, I reflect on the fact that if I were this person with the same birth into this world, the same experiences as a child, the same genetic disposition, the same experiences through young adulthood, adulthood, all the way up to this moment, if I experienced all of that, then I would be thinking, believing, and behaving in the same way. Now we could push back and go, no, not me, not me. If I went through all of that, I would think differently. I would still have a different belief pattern. I would make a different decision. I would behave in a different way. But that's missing the point. You are still associating into your own inner resources, who you are in this moment based on your experiences, your genetic disposition, your entry point into the world and all of the baseline resources you came with and all the ways that you were nurtured and the certain experiences you had. All of that contributes to what you believe and what you don't believe and the way you act, the way you think, the way you behave. But if you were that person and you didn't have any of your experiences and you only had what they came into the world with, the experiences they had with their caregivers, experiences they had in childhood, in young adulthood, into adulthood, everything that happened on their journey, all of that, then you would only act, behave, believe and think 
in the way that person does. This is a roundabout way of saying you are who you are because of the experiences you've had and because of the genetic hardware disposition that you've been given coming into the world, nature and nurture. It's unique to you. It's unique to another person. You hear a similar sentiment in phrases like, before judging this person, try walking a mile in their shoes. If you really knew what their experience was, what they've been through, all the things that have led to how they think, how they behave, there would be an understanding because it's the only expression, it's the only possible expression in that moment. Now, this gets slightly complicated because we can take this to an extreme and go, all right, so everyone is just an expression of the genetic variables and social variables that have come together to create their life, no control over it, and all I am is an expression of my genetic variables and social variables coming together, including my judgments of another person, and it can feel like we don't have any agency in it, or that we should just allow everyone to do what they're doing because it's not their fault. If I were in their shoes, I would do the same thing. So that's not what I'm saying. I think we do still have to take the perspective of each person being a sovereign being and having some agency over the future thoughts that they'll develop, how they'll respond in each moment. And so all of that is a personal journey, and it's something that we can help facilitate for other people by offering feedback. And sometimes we might need more extreme measures where we really condemn what we see and have to put strong boundaries around it for the safety of us and the safety of others. So I'm not saying that there's not a place for that. What I am saying is that taking this perspective can open a part of our heart that allows us to understand perhaps a little bit more why this person might be doing what they're doing and help us not get caught just in our own ideas and our own self-righteousness, which is all based on the experience we've had. You know, Again, if we had another experience, we would be thinking differently or behaving differently, but we had our experience. And it's so easy to go, my experience is the right way, or I earned this particular way of thinking. And then we just go on our pedestal and cast judgment. Again, sometimes we have to put up boundaries. Sometimes we have to speak out when something is wrong. Sometimes we have to uh, even make skillful judgments. But if we can first come from this place of understanding, the energy behind those actions, those boundaries, those judgments, is one of empathy, compassion, and understanding. And it will cause us to relate differently. There is a difference between saying no to someone with an understanding of why they might be doing what they're doing versus saying no to someone with deep hate and disgust for who we perceive them to be. Can you sense that difference? These are subtle things because often the action might be similar in relationship to what is arising. But when we're holding it from the perspective of understanding, from empathy, from being able to associate into their experience, even if we're still going to say, I, I don't stand for that, it shifts 
and how we will respond, the tone in how we'll respond, and how our heart will either remain open or closed to this person in the future and other people who we might find ourselves in relationship to in the future that fall into a similar category or who trigger us or frustrate us or even violate certain boundaries. So you can use this reflection in whatever way fits for you. But again, it's very simple. If somebody crosses you, frustrates you, triggers you, betrays you, Notice your tendency to go into your own ideas of how you would have responded, what you would have done, and instead recognize that if you were that person and you came into this world in a particular way and had the same experiences from birth all the way up into this moment, you would think and act in the same way as they do. Let this serve you in whatever way it will. Thank you for your practice. If you'd like more support, you could text the word podcast to the number 1-631-305-2874 to receive free daily text and audio messages delivered to your phone. They include quotes, tips, teachings, different prompts to help you bring a little bit more mindfulness, presence, meditation, and well-being into your day. Thanks for your practice. Talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.